Welcome back to It Was Murder. Welcome back. <laughs> the number one heart-to-heart podcast. Globally. Globally, intergalactically. Locally. And, and locally. We're recovering our bases. We really have it all figured out. Uh, I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight we have the pleasure and privilege of discussing from the depths of my heart. <laughs> from the depths of my heart. From the depths of my heart. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta crack open a soda. Oh, she's hitting, hitting the bubbles. <sighs> it's not soda. Um, <laughs> it's malt vinegar. <laughs> Just pickle juice. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> okay. For those of you just joining in, we like to begin our episode. <laughs> we like to begin our, I know though there's no way that anyone is just joining in right now. Uh, we like to begin place. our episodes by trying to sum up the plot of this particular episode in 60 seconds or less in a segment we call the Minute Max. And this episode begins with Ellen. Okay. From the depths of my heart. Okay. Jennifer and Jonathan are someplace tropical and they're scuba diving around and playing with the heart X cam, which is, it turns out, a gyroscopic uh, sort of underwater camera that Jonathan is going to present to the Navy to see if they want to use that technology. It's very cool. There's also two dudes with giant lustrous 80s hair. It's Fred and Larry, the divers. The heart's like, okay, we're peacing out. We're going to go be with um, Duffy, the weird fake Irish accented door to shore uh, howly man. And then uh, one of the divers is like, I'm going to go down and finish the footage. The divers is like, don't do that, man. And he's like, oh, shut up. I'm going to do it. And he goes down there. There's this spooky music and a sexy lady. And she stabs him and she cuts the airline. Uh-oh, that's a problem. Then we find out that Fred, the other shiny hair guy, is in on it with the sexy lady, Miranda. And then there's a guy who's dressed as a captain. And he seems very ominous. And then they're like, oh, no, Fred's body washed up. And then it's like, oh, my God, um, what are we going to do? They, We want the film footage. I'm running out of time. I don't know why I can't do Minute Max anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this, as you were doing that, I was like, oh, shit, there's a lot to this episode. I know. There's so much. Yeah. I didn't eat. Ugh. All right. I'm going to try to bullet point it. I did get a little caught up in the lustrous hair. You did. Mm. <laughs> you were tangled in her locks. <laughs> Oh, God, I didn't even. Wow. I didn't even. Wow. (laughs) Okay. From the depths of my heart. (laughs) The hearts are in Hawaii trying out a new underwater camera. They uh, just happen to be above a sunken ship called Starbuck (laughs) that uh, looks Mm. brand new, by the way. And they take some pictures and then they leave. And then another dude goes down to take pictures of a sexy lady and she stabs him to death. Uh, then they, uh, it, the, they're told by Duffy, their weird cab driver that this dude stole $200 million and then sank in a ship and died. But then the, the hearts are like, what if he didn't die? What if he's still here? And they have all this money. And he's like, yeah, that's not possible. But turns out that ship that sunk was made of gold. Uh-huh. And uh, they've been piece by piece taking it up uh, in their little diving routines. And Duffy, the uh, weird cab driver, happens to be the dead guy. The dead guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> trying to trying to figure out what you didn't cover that would be important, but I, I 
I don't know. I feel like we have a good base. <laughs> I'm confused now. I'm more confused than when I watched it. All right. From the depths of my heart. The hearts are probably in Hawaii, uh, and they're filming with this new big giant camera that looks really dumb. And Jennifer does a pole dance around the bo- the mast of a ship that has sunk. <laughs> uh, Duffy, who's driving them around, I don't know where Max is. They have Duffy now for some reason. He's like this old ship captain. He tells them that the ship wrecked from a white collar crime that was committed, and the person is missing. Nobody knows, and they're like, he could be in this restaurant with us, which is a really cool seventies restaurant. Uh, they go, and their film is stolen, and the diver that was helping them gets murdered and then duffy helps them survive a shooting in a cemetery and then it turns out duffy is the guy who who sunk the ship and he double crosses them and tries to take them out to kill them but they jump off the boat and they have a little breathing apparatus that they use to survive underwater for a while and then they pop back up jennifer pulls somebody into the water and they beat the people up and then they go on a boat chase they find some a tricycles on the beach that are powered by motors (laughs) and they race through a volleyball uh game on their tricycles and then they get duffy the end tricycles with motors oh what are those called <laughs> three wheelers atvs oh just oh, okay it's the general ATVs, atv but with three wheels not four correct mm. oh, we have another minute max yeah oh we do we do yeah. have another minute max a celebrity minute max a celebrity guest <laughs> yeah let's get to the bottom of this some people might actually want to know what happened in this episode <laughs> yeah Mrs. Bittersweet, the candy you kill for presents From, from the, the Depths, depths of, of My, my heart. heart. Jonathan and Jennifer test a new underwater camera. Is that X for X rated? A buff diver with a mustache? We know who Joe is poking. A mermaid of hench gets your point across. <laughs> the hearts hit sidekicks are us and hire some guy named Duffy. Duffy fills J&J's head with a story about the love child of Bernie Madoff and Jacques Cousteau. A man of stash confers with two potential pokes to steal film from the magic camera. Said man of stash makes overtures to Jonathan and Jennifer and invites them to swing? Ah, it's the old yeah. dead body cop block again i got a fever and the only prescription is more scuba diving thank goodness the hearts found a lab that processes snuff films ellie mobile ellie mobile oh shit we're in hawaii knockoff david Asseloff tries to extort the hearts but gets shot out by our woman of hench wait commissioner gordon is the bad guy holy double twist bad girl bad guy boat chase time with a dune buggy chaser ringleader takes a swim and spielberg sues everybody the, the max, max and freeway express, express card don't, don't leave, leave home, home without, without us. us the yeah. end <laughs> that was great Oh my you know, God. it's uh, it's almost like I don't. I, why are we even doing the podcast? Like, it's, <laughs> I feel yeah. so. I feel like we are just here to present yeah. Bill and Jenny's Minute Maxes, yeah. and I'm actually cool with that. I'm That's, totally I'm cool with that. with that. We're hosting their Minute Max. Yeah. I feel called out and honored at the same time that they know <laughs> immediately who I'm going to be poking. I feel like I figured it that out that my response uh, when faced with somebody that does something better than me is to give up. <laughs> mm-hmm. we do it differently is that attractive to anybody <laughs> uh it is to winners mm-hmm. Ooh, i'm gonna quote uh organist and uh <laughs> weird uh mean criminal roger beaumont and say now get out of here you make you me, me tired, tired. <laughs> i wrote that down too i love that yeah this episode, I kind of wanted him to play the organ more, mm-hmm. but I also wanted him, you know, I don't like it when, even if they're criminals, when the head criminal, or in this case, ancillary uh, secret Secret man of hench. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it when they're mean to men and or women of hench. I don't like that. I don't, it's not necessary to berate your employees or treat them badly, especially when they're doing terrible things to support you True. whether you're paying them well or not sometimes mm-hmm. so 
immediately Roger Beaumont's a thumbs down from me. And maybe oh, partly because he's like walking around in like a fake Jack Benny-ish captain's <laughs> outfit, which I also kind of hated, but he could have turned it around. But then his invitation is so gross. And I hate it when people are clearly sleeping with people, but they refer to them as their, what do you say is, my good friend Miranda will be there. And it's just like, yuck. Why was Miranda sleeping with that dude is all I want to know. Because I don't think they were. Did they ever say that? I thought this was another gay villain duo. Oh, uh, oh, I like that. Beaumont and uh, uh, the Ambrose. Ambrose, yeah, Mister Ambrose. Is that his Duffy? Name? Duffy, because he puts a cravat on immediately. <laughs> he just immediately like gets all dandied up. <laughs> well, because he was he spending changes. so much time in his dumpy, awesome classic car. Yeah, I read them as a gay couple, Duffy? and that's why they were, oh. and she I was like, they hanging out as their friend. I like it too. I think it's better. I do uh, like that idea. But, that makes me like the episode a little more. But maybe they did say at some point that they were sleeping together. Uh, well, no, Ellen's right. Like, he made that, he made that gross kind of suggestive statement yeah. that, oh, you, you should come over with my good friend Miranda, and then Miranda. she's like sitting there looking hot as fuck in her she, she, Conan the Barbarian Blindness. She gives them the weirdest totally. face when they red look over Sonya. at her. I'm sorry, she's Red Sonia. Why am I even going just to Conan immediately? It's the same universe. True. She gives them the weirdest face when he says, my friend Miranda over there, and she sips out of her cup, but she doesn't smile at all, or she doesn't even act she's like she's She's just looking, knows. like, weirdly looking, like, yeah. just <laughs> yeah. dead, like, slightly to the left and down. It's uh-huh. Just, oh, it's God. really okay. bizarre. Like, Miranda was I guess rad. I would also be having a lot of thoughts, like, why am I with organ playing roger beaumont (laughs) that guy treats me like shit also yuck yeah yeah she was committed to that cause though whatever i don't know what her why was she was so involved in the plot but she was very committed to it she murdered i know she was that guy she's tan face killer let's Mm -hmm. be real she is she She is in it for the killing she wears a full-on ruffled like full full length orange jumpsuit when oh, yeah. the thing that she's doing at that moment is being on a speedboat uh, trying to kill people with a harpoon gun. <laughs> Holding a harpoon gun, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with like the huge ruffles and the. And I'm just like, wow, on the one hand, I think that's cotton or linen. It seems yeah. practical for hot weather. <laughs> but the ruffles seem like a little bit like the proportions are just a little weird. And then she's just holding the gun. It was kind of like a weird, like warped Patty Hursty moment for me. <laughs> yes. Like it was kind of SLA kind of weirdness, the way she was holding that harpoon gun. Her introduction was, aside from her like uh, stabby introduction, that was, I thought was great. Um, I did too. When they show her on the yacht and she just slowly turns around in her rotating chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was so perfect. It's like a like, robot and chair. she is silent for way longer than yeah. you would be. Yeah. I mean, Normally, right, she's just like she was playing like the classically cast as male hench- henchman who who like is silent and yeah. brutal. Mm-hmm. Like it, she was cool. I th- I thought Miranda she was, was yeah. Miranda's one of my favorite favorite women of hench. Hmm. Yeah, I I really liked Miranda because she's just like she's a straight up murderer. I just didn't understand her connection to the whole plot and for Fred's also. What was their connection? Why were they around? Well, 200 million dollars in 1981. I, I mean, it's not it's not much now, yeah. but 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in, in 1980, well, 1982 at this point, in 1982, $200 million is basically a billion dollars. Okay. So, so, so they're just getting paid. They're getting paid. Right. Like everyone okay. is getting paid. They, he had a lot of people on his team. Like once they yeah. killed, once they killed, uh, Fred, who's in the credits as Larry for some reason, but his name was Fred. But they killed Larry. Fred, she kills Larry. She and kills then, Larry. then, she shoots Fred in the leg. I thought right? she shot him in the chest. She sh- like she kills him. Yeah. He's, in he's dead. That's what I in thought. The too. Buddhist in the Buddhist cemetery. cemetery. Yeah. Which they actually drove a car through and kind of rammed up against some of those yeah. headstones. Yeah, that was that was terrifying. To yeah, me. I did not like um, that part. But yeah. then like Fred was already like all the way on the other side of the Buddhist cemetery in his rad mm. old red truck. Yeah. This also is this a plot hole or no? Because Duffy saves them, and Duffy is the villain. He he saved them, but he says why he saved them. Oh, he does. Yeah, he said that. He says, um, he says that he saved their lives, and and he says basically it's because Mister Beaumont thought it was time for you to die, but I I decide. Oh, okay. When it's time for you, seems like it was a power move. She she was shooting at Duffy a little bit too which she was shooting at the car boss yeah Mm -hmm. i mean (laughs) it was she she's a bad shot i was very confused about why duffy was around and max wasn't for the first part of the episode and i didn't see that that twist coming at all that double twist i didn't either yeah it was was a good (laughs) twist it was really really well i i it got a genuine ooh out of me (laughs) i really thought he was endearing himself to the hearts and they never they always suspect everybody so the fact that they got he got in duffy the the old ship captain that was really that was a really good twist i feel like one of my favorite well it's because you're you're meant to focus on beaumont right yeah, and Captain Captain Roger <laughs> Beaumont and his Thurston Hell the Third vibes or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But when <laughs> when he comes up to after sending the wine that they didn't want over, um, when he invites them to his dinner party, I feel like I could live forever in the hilarious moment where Jonathan and Jennifer are just like. <laughs> giving him like yes. fuck to the no face right mm-hmm. and it's so so funny especially jennifer her face is frozen in an expression that <laughs> i feel like i've served to people many times when you're just like uh like you kind of almost don't even like you're kind of hoping that people just immediately understand that there's no way in hell that you're going to come to their thing or go to their thing or do whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't even try very hard to, to, as a result, to seem yeah. like you're, you're going to make something up <laughs> yes. or just, you know, that's so great. I mean, she's just like, ah, like the only thing missing was her actually saying like, ah, <laughs> or something, right? Yeah. Like her mouth is just, she's gotten just the frozen, like we got to go. And then because it's Jennifer slash Stephanie powers, Anytime that she's throwing people looks like that, it is such a sick burn every time. Like it's just exponentially darker than anyone else doing it. So she basically just lays uh, Roger Beaumont out low. It's a total million percent fail. Yeah. 
And Jonathan's just like, mm, yeah, mm. <laughs> we got to go. Mm-hmm. She must be very good at doing that. She must get invited to things all the time that she just has no interest. She's like, sorry, I'm throwing a barn party at my house that day <laughs> full of hay. So right, I can't. Well, she's, she's I'm like, going to the writer's mm, retreat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, um, Ooh, mm. Not a good time. She, I had that exact thought that I could have just lived in the moment forever when they were watching <laughs> yes. the snuff film. And she's doing this. They, so they're watching the film that they shot underwater. Which the the diver that they were with took the camera back down, which they knew, so they would watch right. the last. And then the murderers thought that the film was destroyed. Yes, but they knew it wasn't because it was in this watertight new camera, new technology sort of thing. I don't know. But so they're watching the film that Jonathan and Jennifer shot at the beginning of the episode, which would then lead into what that diver shot. But what Jonathan and Jennifer shot at the beginning was Jennifer pole dancing around that yes, mast, <laughs> and they they're watching it in front of. In front of the detective, right? And then in front of Kim. Well, no, the, it was Kim and Kim and Duffy. Who owns the film place. And Okay, and Duffy. <laughs> and she makes this face when she's just doing this silly pole dance that she like uh, looks down. It's like bobs her head around like. No. Yeah, she's like, like, okay, get on with it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> uh, yeah, because she calls it out where she's like, we don't need Maestro Williams. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. If that ends up on the cutting room floor. Yes, I loved yeah, that, that moment really good. so much. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. like gave it a lot of reality. Just this uncomfortable moment for yeah. Jennifer. Her the way she played that was yeah. so genuine. It was yeah. it, like I've we've all done that where we've seen ourselves. It's like total inappropriate. <laughs> you're you're about to watch a man get murdered, and you're pole dancing on this thing. Like it's just <laughs> like oh, okay, let's move on past this. Uh, but okay, they explain later in the episode that the two men, Fred and the man who went down with the camera, were Navy SEALs. Do you think right. a Navy SEAL could have gotten out of the way of that slow stab dive that 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 she did at him? I just don't think he was expecting it. But it was so but it slow. Either. She cut she cut his airline as well. Yeah. She just um, underwater dove at him. But then he swam two miles. Yeah. And then grabbed Jennifer's leg even though he was already dead. Oh God, that yeah. was funny. <laughs> he just happens to wash ashore right where they're having an evening stroll. Yeah, that was good. Uh, the classic, it. the hand around the ankle. That was really I just great. That knife dive that, that she did at him because there were like five different shots of it and she was going so slowly. You can't really stab underwater. I am surprised she didn't just stab him straight square in the back. Like usually people get stabbed in heart to heart square in their spinal cord. That's true. She stabbed him in the front, which was nice. I did like in the video of the, of the murder that it was, it was like she pulls out a knife and then (laughs) you see her kind of swim towards the camera and then it's just blood swirling around in the water. And I was like, that's dark. That's really, you're, you did a good job there (laughs) for Mm -hmm. a silly kind of silly show moment that, that worked for me. Yeah. That's, mm, I mean like, uh, Despite the resistance of water to quick movements, such as getting stabby with somebody, a ceramic diving knife will fuck you up. Mm. I mean, those things will fuck your shit up. So mm. he's like, he's going to die. Why he are they like die. extra sharp or something? Just very sharp. Yeah. Oh, ceramic. Yeah. So yeah. they don't rust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. You learn something new every day. Uh, this is kind of jumping forward, but I loved Miranda's underwater acting. Uh, yeah. her, when Me too. The, when she's the, like, get over there. <laughs> get over there. Yeah. I liked all our different swimsuits. 
Oh yeah, she was she was one hundred percent the the fashion moment of the episode. Like she looked so good. I liked some of Jonathan's looks too. Jonathan's cream suit was not not bad. Like I I I enjoyed his cream suit, but but I think I enjoyed it, and I think I said this before. I enjoyed it because he was standing next to Jennifer, who was wearing a white frilly jumpsuit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it just works. I thought all their looks, all their couple looks, were good. And Jonathan was wearing one of my favorite outfits for man ever. A scuba suit. A scuba suit. (laughs) A white scuba suit. uh, That was really (laughs) ill-fitting. No. It's uh, in the final scene on the beach. He's just wearing a bateau neck, uh, blue and white striped sweater. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. That was cute. Yeah. He also was, he brought back the caftan that I, that I enjoyed in the uh, Mexico episode that I can't remember the name of. Yeah, that was good. Which one? Two hearts. <laughs> the the one where they pretend to be uh, maids. Maids. Yeah. <laughs> it's in it called the two hearts or double hearts or something like that. I don't know. Sure. Uh, when they get out of the first scuba diving activity, they look like mm-hmm. tourists in Florida in a, in a really great way. Um, Jennifer's wearing an oversized uh, like airbrush decaled shirt oh, over yeah. her bathing suit and a and a white visor, and Jonathan's wearing that. An unbuttoned like tunic over short shorts. Yeah, Je- Jennifer's wearing the speedo visor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they look really That's great. Cute. Mm-hmm. I also like their uh, tracksuit vibes. Yeah, athletic wear. Lots yeah. of cute like casual vacation looks from the hearts. What a good you what know a good right? Step it's up. normal, and then like a nice dinner dinner outfit. Yeah, and then, yeah. When Jennifer's nice. doing that uncomfortable, watching herself dance around the mask, she's wearing uh, it's just a white thing, but it has a scarf sort of thing built in what is that called i don't know like a big collar that's which i also really like it's like a cowl neck yeah cowl neck that's a very early 80s look Mm -hmm. where it was like the structured like kajagoogoo-y kind of i really like that yeah that's that's a good that's a good look. It's also kind of a different look for Jennifer, so I appreciate it. Obviously, Fred had some amazing looks. <laughs> yeah, man. But maybe for different reasons. Yeah, now Fred looked good. Just unbuttoned polo. <laughs> right, when he's being uh, accused of being a Navy SEAL assassin, right? Mm-hmm. Oh um, my gosh, yeah. He's just like, I'm just going to drink this coffee with my shirt that's unbuttoned down to my <laughs> crotch. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that shirt could not contain him. Mm-mm. No. It's yeah. It was bursting um, out of it. He had jean shorts on at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just sort of weird, like the way they're talking about Navy SEALs. It's like, um, so basically what you're saying is that they can't die or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, but you know, it turns out yeah. Larry could die. Surprise. But it took him a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. He swam pretty die. far. So we found that what what Navy SEALs are vulnerable to is sexy mysterious underwater ladies so classic sort of siren and nice sort of mermaid <laughs> vibes right and nice really funny he and just starts stabbed. i guess that was a pretty popular area to dive they did explain that so there would be a reason for her to be there mm-hmm. for there to be like sexy ladies wink wink dancing around yeah and then he just starts filming mm-hmm. her that was pretty funny that she just like, i was very confused about what was going on at that point in the episode it's like all of a sudden there's this woman and she stabs this is one of the episodes where I I was never ever confused by the plot. Like it it was really? just this is exactly what's happening. 
There's no mm-hmm. convoluted anything. Um, they they kept Duffy a secret pretty well. Yeah. Aside from when they found <laughs> Duffy and Kim knocked out, <laughs> and they and go, he's immediately like, they, oh yeah. They, they go grab Duffy and pull him up, and he immediately just starts talking like, oh my yeah, god, they were there was, and they hit me yeah. on the head mm-hmm. with his, right. that terrible accent. I feel like a moment that sort of scared me. It's not the spooky music, stabby, sexy lady scuba diving thing. Cause that's just kind of like exciting or something. But when they first, when we first see Miranda, she's just like peeking up <laughs> over the rock. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that's totally terrifying to me. Underwater. It's like, Ooh, like just mm-hmm. the mask. Like, Ooh, mm-hmm. it's just like, ah, an underwater spy is pretty, is pretty weird and scary. I like it. When the spare man of Hench in the mirrored aviator glasses went on land, when all three persons of Hench, yeah. like when they surround the hearts underwater and are just wildly gesturing to them um, <laughs> to move or to go wherever with three harpoon guns fixed on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, I like that the two dudes were both wearing like matching yellow dive suits but Miranda's like just wearing yet another super sexy, awesome thing. Like to me, that's just like, yeah, Miranda, why not? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. dress up for the abduction, <laughs> pre- dress up for the pre-killing. Yeah. <laughs> and then they brought clothes. They stole clothes from the Hart's hotel room to, ha- so that they could have dinner with Mr. Ambrose, mm-hmm. but then put their scuba suits back on to go to get murdered. To Cause make- it has to look like an accident. Right. It's funny that the villains went through a lot of trouble to get them dressed up for dinner to then have them put their scuba suits right back on. Well, Ambrose, he states, like, I I rarely get to have, I rarely get to to dine with outsiders. I can't remember what what Jennifer says. um, She's like, she's like, oh, that's understandable since you're dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I think it makes sense in, in a way with the plot because Ambrose has already concealed his identity for however long. And they're slowly like gathering all of the gold fixtures off of the shipwreck. Right. I mean, that's a long game. That's Mm -hmm. very calculated. So to me, like, even though Roger Beaumont doesn't seem to think very highly of Fred or Miranda and is always uh, putting them down. It seems like Duffy doesn't necessarily have a problem um, orchestrating all of that. So I believe that they would have that extra layer of thought because he's mm. in control. Yeah. It's, it's Roger Beaumont that kind of lets things get fucked up, but mm. I know I keep bringing this up, but can we please, I don't even know what I want to say about it. <laughs> um, but when the hearts are underwater abducted for their pre-murder, And then they take them to the house that we used to think was Roger Beaumont's house on top of the cliff. But (laughs) surprise, it's actually Duffy, now uh, Robert Ambrose's estate, right? Um, When they walk in, Roger Beaumont is just straight up sitting at this weird organ, (laughs) like just jamming out. Yeah. On the organ, but not jamming out in like a cool Stevie Wonder Intervisions way. He's just like jamming out on some kind no, of. No, he's the Phantom of not, the fucking Opera. Yeah, like, it's not quite churchy, but it's <laughs> not not churchy. More churchy than CV Wondery. It's not right. It has no reason to be happening. Why would Robert Ambrose, millionaire embezzler, have an organ in a little nook in his estate instead of like a grand piano or something? 
But for some reason, that made me sort of think, oh, maybe I'm selling Roger, Roger <laughs> Beaumont short. I mean, that guy has layers. Mm-hmm. And like pipe smoking Duffy slash Robert Ambrose is like up there puffing away. And like, you know, is he like, Roger, play me, whatever. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. why is that their weird thing? Like, play me a requiem. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and rather weirdly, it's like, it's, it's pre-murder, but it's also kind of pre-dinner, like it's mm. cocktail hour. <laughs> and those two are just waiting for the victims to come. Mm. And I think it's kind of having organ playing time. It's genius in a way because it really hammers him in as the main villain. Yeah. It's such yeah. villainous behavior that it makes the double cross hit so much harder. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And that made yeah. that made Duffy's betrayal hit so much harder for me because it was like this guy's obviously the villain. There's no question about it. And then ba boom, he's not. He's yeah. uh, he's it's Duffy. I felt so, like that was done re- that was orchestrated very well. And then the episode just completely forgets about Beaumont, right? At that point. Pretty Does much. he come back at all? What happens to him? He just They pull he and Miranda end up in the water and the, the hearts oh, Jonathan right. the keys to their boat. Yeah. So basically they're just on a boat that they okay. just have to Stranded. hang out on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. He drove the boat though with Miranda holding the harpoon gun in her jumpsuit. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, Mont- Montrose was just behind them on a different Ambrose boat. Ambrose was in a Ambrose. Like, a dinghy. In a dinghy <laughs> behind them, weirdly. <laughs> so funny. Well, I believe the dinghy came with the other boat. Oh. They were so also two, towing two a boat. boats and yeah, the dinghy to make yeah. it look like an accident. Yeah. But that, yeah, yeah, the organ. I just think it's just to make him seem like the main villain yeah. in a moment when you realize that it's not him. Which I I love that because it is true. Heart very <laughs> clearly, all heart to heart episodes have the villains and the henchmen, and they are very clear. I feel like pretty much from the start, usually, usually, yeah. But this. And, but he w- turned it on its head i'm sorry i can't stop thinking about how he was playing the organ even though you've both kind of just contextualized and explained (laughs) it to me like the reasoning potential reasoning behind that it's also partly because he was not necessarily playing something that was super menacing or ominous i mean again it was just something that was not quite churchy but it was also like just slightly more adagio than something that would have been played at the roller rink in like 1974 <laughs> or something. Right. Or like in between innings when everybody's just like hanging out and the organ guys there, it was like a pizza and pipes vibe. Not um, yeah. honestly, not a Lon Chaney is fa- the Phantom of the Opera. Vibe. For I was me, anyway. pretty distracted by Jonathan in that scuba suit. <laughs> I really have to go back and listen to the music. I don't even remember what the music sounded like very much. Cause oh, I, I was totally on top of the music. Cause it was like, <laughs> cause at first like they, they walk in and my first thought was, wow, this is a little on the nose to have like menacing organ <laughs> music playing. And yeah. then, I, then I thought, oh my God, if he's play if dude's playing the organ, I'm going to die. And this, as soon like, as there like, he was before the D from die came out, it was, yeah. it was showing him playing the organ. And it was a little, that organ is called a fun master or something like it's. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not like a, even like <laughs> what you think. It's not the organ that I think Robert Ambrose would have, even yeah. in his temporary, I'm pretending to be Duffy, the door to shore, fake <laughs> yeah. Irishman with a Dodgers hat on. Vibe. <laughs> but I like, do, I do think about it, them being on, on Maui. They're, they're on an Island and uh, an organ is a lot easier to transport to an Island than a piano. 
And if you're being incognito, you're not really going to say like, hey, bring a grand piano to my uh, apartment. It just it, it like all of this made sense. I don't know why all of this made sense to me, but it, it all, all made to sense to me. <laughs> also, Miranda turning around in that chair at the beginning of the episode oh is a very villainous thing to do yeah. as well. So it's well because like, she kept her head perfectly still. Yeah, and, then didn't and it, say I for a second I thought, is she like? Can she not use her legs? Is there something wrong with her legs? <laughs> she just and she just has that stone cold tan Scandinavian woman shit going on. That is so intense. And I mean, everything about Miranda, we can agree, is a million percent slamming. Oh, fuck yeah. She's amazing. I mean, my God. It's just like, oh, jeez. She's Red Sonia. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's all we have to say about that. So I was, I was happy to see that they were in Hawaii. They were actually like shooting in Hawaii, which is apparently the cheap place to do an on-location shoot. Uh, in television land in but also very in because of you know fake tropical stuff like fantasy island and of course magnum pi yeah mm. magnum pi tom Selleck. yes who mm. was t- fuck i forgot his name fred tim russo yeah vici college roommate yeah they were college they were roommates buddies. um yeah. fred rosovich fred uh, tim rosovich sorry yeah, his, yeah. the character's name was fred. tim and tom Tim Tom. Tim Rosovich, who had a brother uh, named Rick Osovich, who was, who was in hot. Top Gun. Who was in Top Gun. Huh. Yeah. And the Terminator. Wow. Well, so many connections. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rick Rosovich. Why did they ever say they were in Hawaii, though? They never... I was... Maybe they said it when I wasn't paying attention, but I was waiting the entire episode for someone to say where they were, and they never did. I was... that. Yeah, I didn't catch them ever mention it. It's uh, bizarre. But I did... I remember when they were driving... When they were driving in the town, I was like, that looks like yeah. Hawaii. It definitely was And Hawaii. I had to look it up, and it was like, they were on Maui. It was Maui? Mm-hmm. I thought it was Kauai. I thought it was the um, big island. I thought, like, when they were in the town, it looked so much like Puna that I was like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. this is awesome. Kind but of strange that they never cool. mentioned it one time, but they, I, I don't know if I, I don't dislike that, but it was, I was waiting for them to say where they were and why, but they never did. It was an interesting choice. I think at the beginning I thought, are they in Miami? Like, is this? Yeah, I thought they were going to be. Yeah, the Gulf. Well, I mean, if you look at the where the boats are registered, that would tell us right away. I just didn't. The Starbuck. The boat, the boat names weren't funny enough. Mm, just Starbuck <laughs> for me to keep looking. That restaurant was so seventies, and it was like in a garden. There was a river running through it. That was so beautiful. That restaurant is that just restaurant. so Hawaii to me. Like that, that, oh, really? that's such a, such, I've been to that restaurant in Hawaii. Mm. I've been to a couple of those restaurants. Not that specific. Maybe not that. Maybe I have been to that one. It reminded me of uh, <laughs> that fla- the flower shop from. So the yeah. hotel is in Lahaina. Uh, filmed at the Kapalua Bay Hotel. Now the Ritz Carlton Kapalua. That's the restaurant? On the island of Maui in Hawaii. Okay. I want to go to that restaurant. I would love to go back to fucking Hawaii, so let's go. I had the worst trip of my life in Hawaii, so I really don't have many attachments to it. And tropical vacations aren't really my thing in general. And then we went and we had a horrible family vacation there oh, that just was you just said so the, miserable. You said the word that made it horrible. You had a family vacation. Yeah, there. exactly. Like <laughs> I, I, There's no such thing as a good family vacation. That's true. Uh, I, I've been there two or three times i can't remember and all of the i was also like 
I don't know about this tropical shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a cold weather guy, and I like to wear my coats and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The first trip, I was like, oh, I get it. I get why this is this is cool. And then the next trip where I was like, yeah, we're just going to go somewhere mm-hmm. and never leave. Like, we're just going to lay on the beach, mm. and we're going to eat food, and we're going to go to the farmer's markets. And yeah, like, that. it was so... That's cool. Wonderful. Like, it just feels great to be there. Yeah. Much like anywhere that I go, I try to be as small as possible and not, like, <laughs> take up any space. Like, I just I just want to be there. Like, I want to be the, the ant mm-hmm. in Hawaii or in any place. That's uh, right. So, yeah, now. I mean, there are a lot of ants there. Have you spent a lot of time there, Ellen? Um, I belong. I am a member of a family that really, really could get down with Hawaii <laughs> for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's like, I like the ocean a lot. I like surfing. And one of my earliest memories of time spent in Hawaii is, of course, Hawaiian and Japanese stores. And they had a lot of Hello Kitty in, in my initial traveling to Hawaii. That was a, a moment where that was very rare. And also very important to me mm-hmm. it's also i think i've told the story before it's also where i was allowed to watch the ex- exorcist uh <laughs> to the heretic and that was important to me that's right um, i am you know, one of one of my <laughs> one of my favorite photos of not my whole family just part of my family <laughs> was taken in hawaii it is <laughs> my dad and my brother and myself sitting on thing and my dad and my brother are super stoked and i think wearing matching ish kind of hawaiian ish shit and i am standing weirdly behind my father who is seated my brother is seated on the ground in front of my father and i am like leaning like lurch um behind my dad and my face i just like my bottom lip like i i'm just so upset for some reason but the t-shirt that i'm wearing is a white t-shirt and applicate on the t-shirt it says fun (laughs) (laughs) nice oh my god (laughs) that's awesome and like my face is fucking red i'm so upset at that moment and that picture just cracks me up so hard it's just everything. It's like, well, there it is. Yeah. How old were you? There's my whole life. I'm guessing I was probably eight. Yeah. I worked with a guy relating back to this episode who split his time between LA and Hawaii. He lived mm-hmm. half in Hawaii and half in LA. And he was talking about so- something I was like fascinated by this. He, you know, people go to Hawaii and they go snorkeling all the time for years mm-hmm. and years and years they went snorkeling and then one year the deaths snorkeling deaths spiked like insane amounts they like doubled or something and it was because costco which is right next to the airport started selling those full face scuba diving masks which keep trap the carbon monoxide inside so you can't mm-hmm. they don't circulate the air properly so people were asphyxiating and drowning because yep. The exact the year that Costco started selling those masks, all the tourists would come to Hawaii, buy a mask on their way to the beach from Costco, and then drown scuba snorkeling from these stupid fucking masks that obviously were, weren't tested or whatever. I don't know. But that was just, a year that me and Brian went to Maui. Oh, really? 
And Brian was like, we just, we can't buy these masks. Like they're killing Whoa. people. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, well, I'm not buying any mask because I'm just going to lay on the beach snorkel. and eat sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> I was like so fascinated by that, that factoid. Do you like snorkeling? I did some, when we were there, I snorkeled and it was cool. I, I could do 10 minutes of snorkeling and that would be enough for me. Honestly, it, it was cool. I liked seeing the little sea creatures and stuff. And I think I saw a turtle and then I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm way more interested in just laying on the beach. Yeah. Do you like it? Um, one time in Hawaii, we were at Hanuma and I just was really getting down with the snorkeling and my parents don't care what I do. So I'm just snorkeling, 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 snorkeling. And then for the entire rest of the trip, I was so sunburned that uh, I was just basically uh, sick. And that made quite an impression on me for the rest of my life. As then I was from that point on, I'm just like, oh, no. Yeah. Like mega sunscreen, all of that. I mean, like it was just so crazy. The cra- like I was home for like a week after like my skin's just like dropping off my body uh. in the grossest way. <laughs> I mean like that. Yeah. Seemed to be one of my hobbies to get really sick whenever we were on vacation. <laughs> you love snorkeling then. It sounds like you were willing. Um, to. I do love it. Mm-hmm. And scuba diving is also fun. Um, Some quotes from the episode that, stuck out to me was oh right are we still doing the podcast we're still <laughs> talking sorry. about this like i got really just was like oh i can be really extra boring now and talk about i can't remember when jennifer says something and i think they're at the restaurant right after the guy f- tries to invite them to a party and jennifer goes yeah, uh, yeah like uh more busy yeah we're, and then we're leaving tomorrow evening it's like <laughs> yeah that seems true jennifer says something and jonathan <laughs> says darling you sound like a woman desperately in need of romance <laughs> it's like, what the fuck does that mean jonathan and then she says i thought you'd never ask and the next shot is them romantically walking on the beach and mm-hmm. I, I don't think I wrote this quote down verbatim, but Jonathan says, let's hang all our clothes on the trees and save ourselves a cleaning bill. And then I think Jennifer said, oh, what would the Chamber of Commerce think? <laughs> Is this true? Do you remember this? I don't remember that. <laughs> all right. This might be a correction in the next episode. <laughs> I got to go back because if that's what she said, that's hilarious. I love that she would be concerned about what the Chamber of Commerce would think. It's a pretty slick line. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like Jennifer, I love the, the thing where she, where Ambrose is like, I so rarely have blah, blah, dinner guests. And she's like, that's probably because you're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but also when they're watching the snuff film and Miranda first appears and Jennifer just goes, it's a woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like the, the at the uh, Ambrose, Ambrose lunch when he says, Please try the crab. You'll love what my chef does to it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, looks that's like a, a raw that's a crab. It's really, a really bad way to put. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Did you look at their plates? That looked disgusting. I didn't catch it. I, I tried and I didn't catch what It looked were... like raw crab over raw tomatoes. Ugh. Giant chunks of raw tomato. Um, Jennifer says something about Fred when Jonathan's calling the police, I think. And Jonathan says, Fred never looked that good in a tank suit. And I was like, uh, Jonathan shut the fuck up <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about clearly <laughs> fred probably looks great in a tank suit i feel like i don't know what it is that i want to say about it but i feel like i have to say something about the insane chase scene mm. at the end of oh, the episode god 
right? <laughs> so <sighs> what's his face? Duffy slash Ambrose uh, just once the hearts throw Miranda and Roger Beaumont into the drink, throw the keys, and then Duffy slash Ambrose is just like breaking a fucking uh, Salt Lake City salt flats like land speed record in that dinghy. And he's yeah. just like, just like hurtling like a bullet towards the beach in the dinghy. And the heart's like hot on his tail. And then Jennifer steals that guy's Jeep mm-hmm. and like peels out in it, like right next to him. I mean, the guy's literally like under it, fixing it. And he just barely is like even. That made me nervous for the stunt man. Still touching the front tire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's like, I mean, it's kind of cute the way she steals it, but thanks. I'll test it out. I was like, Oh yeah. She's like, is it all fixed? He's like, yeah. Then there's like so many people in turquoise bathing suits playing volleyball and stuff. Mm -hmm. But right. So then John, so Jonathan and Duffy steal the ATV things. And then Jennifer steals the Jeep. Mm -hmm. And then everybody's just, going berserk right like when duffy slash ambrose just gratuitously drives through the little grass hut yeah Yeah. after going on a jump right yeah he goes on he like jumps over kind of a weird heap of shit a surfboard yeah yeah, where it's like what is that it's just like a pile of junk and And then two surfboards why did he choose to go over a jump he could have just easily gone around it it didn't right. make any sense. He didn't I think need he to was jump anything. That the end is not. <laughs> yeah. no, my favorite thing right. about the my favorite thing about that was that Duffy drives through the volleyball game. Mm-hmm. Everyone scatters. He mm-hmm. drives through the net, and then they, they go immediately back. go back to resume their <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah, it's a league game, jo- and then they have to get out of the way again when Jonathan comes. Yeah, yeah. there's so many people playing. In that volleyball game. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm then, like, wow, that seems like more. I mean, I know it's not the Olympics or something, but <laughs> there's more people on that volleyball court than it seems merits that. And that makes the proportion of just generally people in turquoise bathing suits on the beach itself mm-hmm. seems that percentage is high. And I'm just like, oh, maybe that was like a, the hot <laughs> color for suits. But I feel like if it was, wouldn't we see Miranda wearing one to kill somebody? Yeah. She wears that tan jumpsuit instead. What was funny about the volleyball thing, though, is Jonathan then drives through them and they immediately again go back. You can see them. There's like oh, yeah, a takeaway shot of them going they're devoted straight to their back volleyball to their game. game. Yeah. The thing that I found funny, the funniest thing about the chase was that it ended in a pool. It did? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that Duffy, like they're on a beach, they're on a beach on ATVs. Uh, wreaking havoc on everyone on the beach. Uh, but then it ends with him seemingly trying to jump the ATV over a pool with no ramps and then just ending up in the pool. And he can't swim. No, which is also like, what? But that's actually perfect because that's why that lends credence to the idea that if his ship wrecks, then he'll drown. Right. His golden ship, the Starbucks. Sputter, sputter. And then it ends with a terrible Jaws 2 joke. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Just Just when when you you thought thought it was safe to to go go back back in the the water. water. They're acting like best friends. Jonathan throws an inflatable (laughs) shark at him. Yeah. And he catches it and is like, oh, no. And then there's like a full five minutes of fake Jaws music. Yeah. Really, really weird <laughs> choice. What I like, though, is that Jennifer's like so done yeah. that she's just laughing openly at how <laughs> the guy is potentially drowning in the pool. Mm-hmm. But what it really points out is that Ambrose, I mean, he is, 
there's a reason that you guys didn't see the double twist coming. It's because he commits so hard to the Duffy character, right? Yeah. And he's completely mm-hmm. just messing with them, right? Where he's like, well, it seems like somebody did. <laughs> like he has so many things that he says where he's like, why would that guy have that crappy, crappy boat or whatever? Like he just completely like feeds into it, of course by even just bringing it up unnecessarily, right? Like, oh, that ship, this and that. It's like, why is he doing this? And it's like, because he is one of those white-collar crime assholes that just thinks no one's ever going to figure it out, right? And it's another full circle thing when he, you know, in terms of the character of that character, sorry, the character of that character, (laughs) um, when he says that he he saved their lives because he makes he calls the shots on who gets killed. Roger Beaumont, Mm -hmm. organist and fake captain does not call the shots. Right. It's all part of this game where he's like the mastermind. He's made this big escape, blah, blah, blah. And now he's just collecting his spoils. He's going to go off to I can't remember what island, but I don't know. I kind of enjoyed that. It's one of those things. In hindsight, we're like, ah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ah, Robert Ambrose. Yeah, he was really thinking. Duffy's sh- door to shore service yeah. really paid <laughs> off. I like that he's like got two hundred million dollars, and his desire, his desired incognito mode, is a cab driver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, really I kind of love that. Driver. Like that make that. It's smart. It makes weird sense to me that it's like, yeah, this is what you would you would do. You'd one hide in plain sight, mm-hmm. but two also mm-hmm. like, what would be fun? Oh, I guess like driving people to the beach. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's it's cute. Well, because nobody would then you have contact with a lot of people, mm-hmm. and weirdly, a lot of people from the mainland, which is where you embezzled all that stuff. So it's beyond hiding in plain sight, right? He's just actively cultivating these connections with people so no one would ever suspect right Mm -hmm. yeah did they ever say how long ago this this crime took place i don't think so they don't qualify it like it's like a few however many years ago several years ago like my initial impression was that it happened a long time ago but then i looked at the boat and i was like that's not that long that's the boat was was too new looking but the boat was made of gold so he's he converted $200 million into gold and then had the yeah. gold melted down Very traceable. and shaped into a ship. Very traceable crime. No, the whole ship wasn't gold. The metal parts. En- enough of it was. Like, that's a the, lot the, of work. All the fixtures. That's yeah. a lot all of the work. Fixtures. That would take so much time. <laughs> But they, they they did mention there were it's other pretty, divers pretty that went smart. down and they were some of them got killed, I assume, right. by him and his team of lackeys. If they took a photo, they got murdered, right? Because they didn't want anyone to notice that little things were getting taken off the ship yeah. day by day. They were taking the railing off or little Which is, rope things or whatever. To be fair, brilliant. Like, I really smart. Yes. <laughs> Why didn't they just take it all at once? Is there a reason for that? Why was it so slow? Because they didn't, I guess they didn't want anyone to suspect them, but. Well, if you're awash in other treasure hunters, there's a risk, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a risk. True. That other people will be there and figure out, figure out what, what you're, you're doing. doing. So you, that's a pretty slow game. Yeah. yeah. Do we, did he say what the white collar crime that he committed was? Embezzlement. Embezzlement. Okay. Okay. And he had all of that embezzled into gold. And then yes. formed into and sh- ship pieces. And shaped into ship pieces. <laughs> so his plan was to sink that boat, <laughs> fake his own death. Okay, cool. 
I like that. Yeah, I, really I like it I too. Like it. I like it too. I wish it would have been like uh, an underwater. Like I wish it would have been like a building, like a like the every brick was made of gold or or something like. Well, they kind of like, already did just, that with the wallpaper made of money. True. That's true. The wallpaper made of money. I do. I, yeah, I like uh, these. I love these. Yeah, criminal thoughts. They're yeah. great. Well, immediately you're kind of like, what? When he, when Duffy says like, oh, you know, the story of the the wreck or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, when he's telling his own urban legend and the fact that people can't find the treasure, you know, people think like there's, there's people are like, well, but they never found him and, or, or, you know, they never found him and they never found the money, but it's like, well, clearly something's up like people just keep going down there and it's like how many places could it be if it just sunk with the, <laughs> the ship right it's like there's you guys there's only so many ways you're going to be rooting around true <laughs> the Starbucks. but so immediately it's kind of like what well yeah. it's also like that if if it was known that that ship was his that ship would have been brought up like they would have brought uh, the yeah. ship well, up immediately. No, I don't think so. Like, Honestly, oh, no, they 100% would have. Brought no, because they up. thought that he, because Jennifer, at the beginning of the episode is says he could be in this restaurant with us. The, there's a story that he escaped with the money Yeah. so that nobody knows where he is. So that's what everyone assumed happened. But everyone's also mm-hmm. looking through the ship because yeah. you know, this legend of this guy who had all this money. So, I think the FBI right. or whoever. It's very D.B. Coopery. Yeah. They assumed he just left with the money. I don't think they'd bring I that think, ship no, But up. I still think if the if that's the ship that this guy escaped slash died on yeah. that stole $200 million, the, the first thing they would have done was like, bring that ship up. We are searching every nook and cranny of that ship for evidence. I don't know. I don't think so. I think they would have left it down there. I think it's a good... I really think it's a good, clever way of hiding the money. I think it's a great way of hiding the money. Yeah. I think it's so smart, but I don't, I, I just. I also don't know what it takes. I feel to like if he is <laughs> at any, in any way connected to that ship, that's readily accessible 30 mm. feet from shore. Uh, right. That, uh. that they would have just been like, well, we're bringing that ship up because there may be a piece of evidence in it. Well, you know what they would have done? They, w- they would have tried to go to, from their door to the shore. You know, who did, who would have driven them there? <laughs> Duffy. Duffy just that's keeps who. killing everyone yeah, that tries to bring the shot him in the head. I think that the fact that it wasn't in deep water, of course, it's all calculated, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, the, it's the fact that it was in such shallow water and so close to shore. To me, that's why they wouldn't bring it up because they could search it successfully yeah. using a team of divers and they wouldn't have to use the extra expense because it's not so deep that it's difficult for them to search it's light enough during the day that they can you know yeah i don't know okay. it's just interesting i mean <laughs> the hearts just happened across it right i mean because fred was part of the plot and he was the the assistant scuba diver person mm-hmm. so why are they near that ship at all why would he bring people near the ship yeah i don't know i don't know either I don't know. I think that's okay to just be left. But but wait, wait, wait. But weren't they filming? They were filming there for weeks, right? Yeah, for two weeks. And it's because they wanted something that was interesting footage. And so the other guy who's not in on it, I'm guessing he suggested that there were some wrecks and some interesting. Yeah, that Larry Mm. was probably like, yeah, there's like a wreck, you know, without getting into the all the mythos around it that he's just like, you could get some cool underwater shots there. It might be kind of fun, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. You and they're pole just dance around the, the mast of the Starbuck. <laughs> um, sure. Even when Fred switched into a villain, that was kind of shocking to me because he seemed, 
I mean, it was pretty quick, but he seemed like he was just going to be a random dude in the episode. Yeah. They did a really good job of, and then the guy goes down, he's waiting for him to come back up. And then what does he say? Like, I told you there were stingrays yeah. or something villainous like that. I, I knew that he was involved because I recognized him. Oh, really? Oh, which okay. was, which it was still, I will say it was still kind of a shock. Like yeah. I was still yeah. like, Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, it was good. Because they immediately reveal him as as a villain, yeah. <laughs> instead of like dragging it out, which they easily could have done. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I I recognized him from a little movie called Cloak and Dagger. Ah. yep. Which I was also very attracted to him in because he wears gray sweat. Suit. Well, don't spoil the um, poke. Well, well, then let's get on to it. To what? Pick, Pick your poke. It starts with Ellen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a huge mystery. I feel like Ellen might be outvoted on this one. <laughs> um, it's Miranda for me. Yeah. For what reason? <laughs> the tan jumpsuit. I mean, I, she stated all the reasons that it's Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> We've been over it. Miranda's well, hot. she doesn't play the organ. Yeah, yeah. That we know of. Miranda's smoking hot. She that actress is whose name is Sandal Bergman. Uh, she's amazing. She's in a bunch of really great uh, early eighties fantasy action <laughs> thanks to conan the barbarian no conan the wait was she in barbarian yeah. or destroyer oh she was in the barbarian she yeah, was yeah conan. she's og mm-hmm. uh but she was red sonia as we said um, multiple times and she's also in a movie called she <laughs> that is real bad uh but worth watching if you're interested mm. uh but anyway it's obviously for me fred obviously tim rosovich who is just hot so like fine. he's just a He's hot. Yeah. He, this is the, <laughs> what's the, what's the PC way of saying the strongest, hardest poke in heart to heart history for me. <laughs> is I don't know if PC enters the question. <laughs> the juiciest, most he's splugiest poke. He's just, he looks, he just looks like a, a sex toy. He like is he's <laughs> fine. He's so hot. Yeah. I, I took, there were so many photos of him on my phone right now because I was like, every shot of him, I was like, damn, he's oh, got, damn. he's got that great, like broken nose yes. and like, just, yeah, no, he's, Strong he's like appropriately face. thick and hairy. Yes. <laughs> His jaw. Holy shit. I mean, even the hair, even that hair, which I find objectionable I in Me real too. life yeah. that it works on him in this weird way. <laughs> I mean, if he shortened that hair, he would be stunning, but. Yeah, even uh, with that hair, he's like the hardiest poke of ever. A hard, he's a hardy poke. He's the hardiest poke. <laughs> what did he? I think oh. we we have to say that the Rosovich boys are mm. having their like really happening in this, I guess, weird beach volleyball moment, right? Because True. Rick Rosovich features prominently in the Top Gun volleyball scene that made me so uncomfortable. Yeah, Rick Rosovich is he is also extremely hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh but he's he's like bodybuilder muscly, like That's his brother, Tim yeah, Rosovich. Yeah. Like really crazy. And he he hadn't had his nose broken <laughs> mm-hmm. like his brother Tim. Tim and Tom. He's, Tim and Rick. Or oh, Rick, okay. Tom Sell. He's also he's Rick Rosovich is great in Roxanne. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm. I think he's terrific in that. It's a really sweet performance. Yeah. I'm just like so curious. They should do a movie about Tom and Tim in college together 
Rick. I feel like that's like a Kinkman movie. No, no, no. Tom, t- Tom and Tim were, Tom, were college roommates. Tom Rosovich. And, oh, Tom Selleck. Yeah, Tim Rosovich oh, okay. and Tom Selleck were roommates in college. And I'm just like, what yeah. the fuck? Where did they go to college? And I read a bunch of shit about oh, like how uh, Tim Rosovich was quite the prankster. And a lot of his oh. pranks just involved him being completely naked of and course. running into things. Like jumping into a cake naked or like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I want that movie. University of Southern California, <laughs> USC. Trojans, mm-hmm. right? They Trojans? Tusk, yeah. I don't know. They are. Oh, he was in the NFL too. What? <laughs> uh, I always thought like you have to be a wow. football player turned actor because that build is so specific. Yeah. He played for the Philadelphia Eagles, the San Diego Chargers, Damn. and the Houston Oilers. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he was really? so good that he became an actor. <laughs> wow. Oh, he passed away in 2018, yeah. December. Oh. Damn. Uh, I keep forgetting his name. Robert mm, Altros. Ambrose. Ambrose. <laughs> uh, he says, when they get up from the table... Jennifer says something or Jonathan says something and he says, hush your palaber. Yeah. He just started talking in like a weird Celtic slang. And I Googled <laughs> hush your palaber and nothing came up for it. So I'm really curious about what a palaber is. It's, pa- it's palaver. Palaver. What is it? It's just rigmarole or like it's overly elaborate. Like the way that I talk on this podcast mm. is just a lot of palaver. <laughs> palaver. Or it's like, oh, it's just so much so much whatever yeah or it's um i think that it's also used to indicate like a conversation or an exchange mm. your palaver palaver hush your palaver like, hush your palaver so okay. it's like stop talking okay basically. like yeah 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 it's like shut the fuck up yeah. um where it's just like overly elaborate bullshit so if like you're planning a heist or something and somebody's going on and on and on it's just like all right cool it all right well ratings Oh, Zero to five I was going to, for a second, I was going to pretend that I was frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious to hear your ratings. Huh. Okay. Me too. I chose my rating about 30 minutes into the episode. I chose mine 30 seconds it ago. Stayed, it stayed with me. <laughs> and neither of you has to go first. Nope. Mm. Um, I'm giving it a four. Mm. I'm giving it a four. Wow. I was thinking between three and four, but I'm going to give it a four, partly because it's fun to be in the ocean. I like a lot of the details and um, a lot of, for me, like a lot of the loops are are closed with the characters successfully, right? Like I think despite the maybe pr- probably intentionally bad Irish accent yeah. and weird details like the filthy Dodgers hat and things like that. I don't know. There's something like the, there's a lot of great sinister moments with the people of Hench. Mm -hmm. It's pretty vicious, which I always like. And it's just clever. Like, I I don't know that it, it is the greatest, most cohesive episode, but there's just so many moments that I love, like mm-hmm. where I just said, like I could live in that awkward, like, uh-huh, um, no, we're leaving. <laughs> so we're actually leaving mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow night, nerd. Um, that one, <laughs> like stuff like that, the crazy organ playing. <laughs> I love their dive suits. I'm not super mm-hmm. concerned about how they look in them. I just love those. I 
love Miranda Red Sonia and she mm-hmm. kind of gives off like if she wore one of those classic dive suits it would have given off really strong the bride vibes which would have been awesome <laughs> you, you would know, have given just, it a five <laughs> four just because it has all those pieces and it doesn't quite gel yeah but it's a lot of fun I like it when the hearts are in Hawaii whatever it's good uh, I'm giving this episode a three <gasps> I think mm. it's I think it's a perfectly serviceable heart-to-heart episode. Um, I was never bored, uh, mm. but I was never particularly thrilled. Mm. It had good stuff. It like had Fred. stuff that I liked a lot. It had fucking Fred. Um, it had Miranda. It had a stabbing in the ocean. <laughs> um, but yeah, it had like, a, Buddha, a Buddhist cemetery. And it, and also, I really appreciated how the script was just tight. Like it. Yeah. it it, the script was yeah. tight and it was directed well like it it yes. all came together the way that it was meant to for me at least i in my opinion i think that it came together the right way uh but it wasn't it didn't have any elements that really goose me like it, it, there were no models <laughs> there wasn't no, like there wasn't a there wasn't like a serial killer there wasn't like something that that pushes something over the edge for me, hmm. but it was perfectly serviceable mm-hmm. and I wouldn't, I wouldn't skip it. It's a three. Uh, for me, it's a five because what? I what the fuck? really, what? yeah, it really what? just the, how it chipped <laughs> along. It was so, the, and also the, having the villain double cross them, this person that's endeared themselves to the whole episode was a major level up in the writing of a hard to hard episode for me. That was major level up. It was so wow. well done. The underwater shit was so fun. Mm-hmm. Having all this underwater shit, the scuba diving. Yeah. Finally, this as a Hawaiian episode that is done well after our first Hawaiian episode was botched, I felt. True. Um, the fucking <laughs> croquette championships. <laughs> the croquette championships. Why, why was this not the first Hawaiian episode that they thought of a shipwreck? That was a, a ship made of gold? Like, fuck yeah, that's incredible. This having a shipwreck with all these stories, having a local tell them about these stories who ends up being the villain. Yeah. Even after Jennifer was guessing yeah. in the restaurant that he could be anywhere around and Beaumont comes up to them. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's probably him, but I'm not sure having it be Duffy is genius mm-hmm. because she's guessing that it could be a bunch of people in the town. And I still never suspected Duffy, but she's also like that. Duffy's a real, really cute. Isn't yeah. he? Yes. She totally brings him up at the, at dinner. So I, I thought you'd be really impressed with how black tie Kapalua Bay is. Uh, yeah, very black tie. I do wish they had gone to that party that Beaumont invited them to. <laughs> I'm oh, so yeah. glad they didn't. I wanted to see like a swinging beach 80s party. <laughs> I thought that would have been a really fun setting for the hearts to be at. But I also get why they didn't, you know. it's It would be that dude. It would be Roger like jamming out on the organ. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like in some ways, maybe I do wish they went to that dinner party because I think exactly. it, there wouldn't be the overt hate that the hearts seem to get from their frenemies at all <laughs> yeah. the dinner parties. But I feel like they, it might've just been another great opportunity to see them be like, ugh, nerds, yuck. Mm-hmm. Ugh, grossies, what are we doing here? I don't want any more poi. But if somebody <laughs> invites me to a party that I don't know at a brunch spot, 
at a beautiful brunch restaurant next to a river. Uh, and they point at their friend and say, they're going to be there too. And I look at their friend and they're making the face that Miranda made. I am definitely <laughs> not going to go to that party. That's so fuck. Like that is so unwelcoming and weird. That might just be her face. Okay. Haters. Yeah. It's just her face. She's just, uh, it's just her she's just Scandinavian lady face. Mm-hmm. She's just, She's got a gravitas that perhaps she, doesn't drive well with the tropical lifestyle. Yeah, she had a Uma Thurman vibe to me for sure. <laughs> uh, very Scandy. Um, but you're right. It, that sets the, that face doesn't say this is no. going to be the fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh. <laughs> come experience the Aloha spirit, um, Ohana, everybody. It's just really funny that he thought that was an advertisement for the party. Like my friend's going to be there, Miranda over <laughs> she's there. Hot. She's, she's just, just she's like, insanely beautiful. Mm. So of course that's right. like an she's, advertisement. Right. For the party. There was that. Yeah, where he's kind of trying to give them the swingers vibe yeah. or something. But yeah. we all know that that doesn't work on the hearts. No. And if I. All. I love insanely beautiful people. I'll look at them at a brunch spot with a river running through it all day long. I don't want to be, I don't want to go to a party where they're at, if they're going to be an asshole, you know, if they're going to be nice, sure. I'll go to a party where an insanely beautiful person is, but if they're going to be an asshole, I'm not going to that party. Uh, And it just, the episode overall, what I loved about this one is that it clipped along at a really good pace and I was never bored. I was always just kind of delighted about what was going on. It felt really, it felt like it did come together in a really great way. And I, and I like that, which we don't get very often in the hard to hard episode. So I that's the five. That's the reason for the five. Wow. In my book. I love it. Also fucking Fred, the hardest poke. Oh yeah. Fred. In the hard to heart universe. And I just remembered another note that I forgot to bring up. Where was Jonathan carrying an entire wine bottle <laughs> on his body for to to present he so at the end of the episode Jonathan and Jennifer are walking down the beach and he pulls a whole wine bottle out of somewhere yeah. and then throws it into the water without her seeing and it's a corked wine bottle with a note in it where the fuck was that bottle that was tucked into his butt cheeks <laughs> She's going to put oh, it. Ellen, she's Ellen is now. the neck down yeah, her, in her, I, between her butt gonna cheeks. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Is it working? No. You can. can yeah, can no, s- that does not work, Ellen. He's wearing a sweater, though. He had a big sweater. And this bottle's bigger than the one that he had. No. <laughs> I don't know. I appreciate Wait, your around. attempt I mean, to, I'm like. hands-free. <laughs> can you walk? Do yeah, a little, no, do a walk, couple steps. Walk around. Can you walk the casually is, along a beach? Walk around. The key, the key is to go neck down. Also, this bottle is full of wine. Neck. This bottle was empty and smaller. Neck down between butt and cheeks. And he's wearing a sweater. How far down in I mean, your pants no, is it? No, it I'm, Ellen, no. It looks again, <laughs> bigger than the one he had. Well, I It mean, looks like you're carrying a colostomy bag. It's, it stays there. Yeah, you know, he might have come from the trunk <laughs> of the car and grabbed it and put it in his butt, and then she never saw his butt until they were down the beach away. If, if we know anything about the hearts, it's that they are they are looking at each other's butts constantly. So, I, But I did love this moment because he they acknowledge that max wasn't in the episode yeah. because she opens the bottle and there's a note inside that says <laughs> do you remember exactly it was something like next time you want this, need a driver this heart yeah it was basically like this is what you get when you leave me at home yeah this is what you get <laughs> when you leave max at home which is true yeah and it's I a good that, point that was cute i i was also bum part i think maybe part of my my three as opposed to a four or a five is that max wasn't in it mm-hmm. yeah there was like this budget max duffy but i love that because there's a pure there's a really good spot for max to be in that i was even thinking 
before Duffy turned on them, why is Max not playing this character? But I never thought Duffy was a villain. Even then, there were so many times I should have thought he was a villain. It's really crazy how well this episode yeah. like like fooled us. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it might lower my ratings of future episodes when they don't do shit like that. Well, I'm like, you can mm, you clearly have the up, you have how, the capacity to do this to that's fool how me. This goes. I was thinking about ratings and I was thinking about like how we rate things and. I guess specifically how I rate things. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it is so now at this point based on the heart to heart series. And it has yeah. nothing to do with any outside yeah. anything. Like it's, I'm no longer, I think for a while I was like, well, this would have been better on the X files or this would have been better on, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, Nope. If, if this is a good heart to heart episode, that means I forgive certain things. Yeah. It also means I expect certain things. And that's where my rating comes from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's was, why this is a three for me. It's like, like I, I really enjoyed it. I yeah. thought it was a really good episode and the writing is, is top notch, mm-hmm. but it wasn't dazzling mm-hmm. for me. Like I wasn't, I need some sparkles. Did you not see Fred's sparkles. gym shorts or that's a different shorts thing. At like the beginning I, of the episode. Damn. If I start, if I start allowing my libido into the rating the process, cast, just the that's a whole problem. Alone. Like that's a whole problem. The casting director alone earned this one a five. <laughs> yeah. It, for me, it's just, it's just one of those episodes that has all the ingredients to be super delicious. And it, um, it almost gets there, but so I, I have to, it's like, look, quality ingredients. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I really would have appreciated them losing a shark on the hearts at the oh. beginning, like having some <laughs> kind of, uh, hearts versus wildlife scenario underwater would have been incredible An eel. An octopus would have been amazing. A shark would have been good. Yeah. If they just dump a shark. I in mean, the water they, people <laughs> allude to sharks multiple times, mm-hmm. but and there is know, a, an think, inflated shark. <laughs> yeah with the jaws yes. theme. And, a and a jaws, jaws to reference that was a bad that was a bad yeah. wrap up <laughs> well from the depths of my heart gets a 12 which nice. is a heart attack that's mm-hmm. a good heart attack middle of the road Yay. heart attack i'm just so thrilled to like have a five from joe it's i've started to be like joe's never gonna give an episode stole. five again yeah. <laughs> it's been a while it has yeah. been a while <laughs> uh, out by that. but ellen what are we doing next, doing next? i'm so glad you asked Ah, next week, originally airing on January 12th, 1982, we'll be talking about Heartless Hobby. Mm. An intriguing hobby becomes sticky with danger for the hearts when a missing stamp, said to be the most valuable in the world, inexplicably turns up in their possession. Okay, a missing stamp. God, that sounds boring. (laughs) What's a Heartless Hobby? Heartless hobby. Huh. Is that philately? 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 Philatelist. That's how yeah, you pronounce it's it? about um, a philatelist. We find out that Jennifer um, dabbled in uh, philately. Mm. And, of course, someone else in the heart-to-heart universe. Philately. Also. Max. Also I'm collects assuming- stamps. <laughs> Max or the cop? It's not Max. Is it the cop? Nope. Damn it. Okay. Oh wait, is it Stanley? Stanley? We haven't seen Stanley or, or uh Mimi. Um Yeah. Um Deanne. Deanne, yeah. We haven't seen Stanley or Deanne. Have we seen them at all this season? Season three? I don't know if we've seen them. I can't remember the last time we saw them. I don't remember them being in this season. They quit? 
<laughs> no, we just haven't been to the Heart Industries building. Yeah, I'm missing that. Yeah. It's uh, it's Stanley, who's okay. a stamp collector. Yay, uh, Stanley's back. Okay, good. We get mm-hmm. Stanley back. Well, thank you guys all for listening. Sticking with us. Uh, we are going to keep doing this because we have to. <laughs> um, Anyone wants a picture of Fred, just let me know. Ooh, yeah. one, of my all-time, one of my all-time faves is coming up soon. Ooh. No spoilers. Day horrors. <laughs> Day horrors. <laughs> Night fashions. <laughs> Night fashions. I thought you said day whores, and I was just thinking, like, thanks, Joe. Day whores. <laughs> follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Both are at It Was Murder Pod. And you can write to us at It Was Murder Pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And we love it when you write to us. Send us your Minute Maxes. Send us your thoughts on the episodes. Send and thank us your you. Thought on, thoughts on the podcast. Jenny and Bill for your Minute Max. Jenny tonight. and Bill. Yes, you, thank yet you. again, yet again, you. Make us look terrible. <laughs> you called me out in a way that I love, and I feel seen by you. And I feel completely ignored, but yeah. that's normal. That's oh. fine. Uh-oh. Uh- <laughs> you have to be as passionate about mustaches as me, and maybe you'll get seen by somebody. <laughs> Rate and review us, please, uh, wherever you're listening to your to your podcasts. If you can give us five stars and just write a little, little like, hey, that'd be really sweet. <laughs> uh, we didn't see Freeway. We didn't see Max. No. Um, I'm assuming... That they were at home listening to the gramophone and watching horror movies. <laughs> and I hope that's what happened. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, freeway.